0: okay right right i right. <laughs> right right right, right.
1: talk about my uh, graduated cylinder here
0: you have a graduated cylinder what degree does it have it has the degree of Aeropress. oh oh what purpose coffee what is the primary function of this graduated cylinder C- audible coffee. coffee audible cylinders
1: audible demonstration of cylinder
0: yes
2: it is it makes cylindrical coffee. in
0: shape is it a type of French press type thing, or is it a different, math, ma- uh, a different method? Mm,
1: it's the next Not exactly. It's like an espresso, it's right? Com- it's sort of kind of in between an espresso and a normal drip coffee. Hmm. But the idea is like, so an espresso machine just kind of pumps a whole ton of pressure through some really finely ground coffee. Mm-hmm. And this thing kind of does the same. But it's all manual. But it's all, you know, it kind of steeps inside of the cylinder for a bit. You can see this little puck of coffee here. from oh, audible seeing it. it. A audible seeing
0: a, a half-inch thick puck of coffee. <laughs> coffee puck. That's not going to confuse kids at all. <laughs> I'm going to say it to my nephews and see. Watch the looks on their faces.
2: An iced coffee puck? Yeah. You you, you use it on the ice and play iced coffee? You could probably,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to one who knows coffee uh coffee puck is not such a foreign concept because that's what they call the little brick of espresso after it has been yeah because usually made. it's like in a rounder a
0: round sort of a chamber like shape it
1: one might say puck like mm, yes
0: so before hockey was a thing what would a puck have been used for do you suppose because they knew what to call a puck.
1: Or did they?
0: That's true.
2: Did they just mishear the somebody yelling after invented. they got hit in the
0: knee with it? For whatever reason, I'm remembering that in a Midsummer Night's Dream, <clears throat> puck was a mischievous... Oh, yeah,
2: he was a mischievous imp guy from *Midsummer's Night's Dream, yeah. He turned one guy into a donkey. It was funny.
1: Was he disc-shaped? Uh, no. No,
2: he was generally person-shaped, as I understand. Hmm. Curious
0: oh, yes. Mischievous or evil sprite um, So it's either just Now I want to see like the origin
2: because Audible
1: googling yes. <laughs> Audible googling of the etymology of the word puck
0: Of it's unknown origin that's a cop out <laughs> An input device similar to a mouse that is dragged across a sensitive surface Okay huh. so that's another Another name for Robin Goodfellow Okay sure um old english celtic and germanic was it just unclear which one it initially came from but like what was the original meaning maybe it meant that kind of
2: flat disc shape
0: etymology is like one of my favorite obscure things because it gets right down to the meaning it's as close to uh, metaphysics as you can get in a dictionary (laughs) what is this word what is
2: the meaning of word well at, at a certain point I think we're running a little bit into a dead end oh, here. Oh puck
0: is uh possibly f- to hit or strike from the 1860s related to perhaps related to poke. So uh. that makes sense if like it came to be, you know be called puck and hockey is the thing you push around and poke with a stick.
2: Hmm
1: right. And then the shape of the object later got applied to you Coffee know, things, other things that look like it. Yeah. Well, there so. you go. Because the, the espresso machine wasn't a thing until like the 70s, I think.
0: Mm. So.
2: Hmm.
0: so you learn yeah. something new every day. You can the learn things just from know. the words you use. Yeah. The more you know. You know? You know. You <laughs> know. Um, it's been
2: nice weather. Over it here. has
0: been nice weather. Um, it was was, a little
2: windy this morning but
0: I mean people um, in other parts of the country may or may not know the temperatures there are no two winters alike in North Dakota or this general region because last week we had it was I believe the coldest it got was about 30 below and it was 42 above zero yesterday for a high and now it's 15. So it's a freaking roller coaster this time of year, which, I mean, 60 or er, 80 degree temperature swing <laughs> in the course of a week. Par for the course. Yeah. But um, I, I had to chuckle a little bit. I was listening to Catching Fox as they were interviewing Matt Fred and he was complaining about how annoyed he was at Northerners making fun of Southerners for complaining about the cold. And I was just like, yep. Unapologetically,
2: yes. Don't worry; they get to make fun of us for complaining about heat. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's, it it's all even. Except out. they
1: kind of don't, because we get plenty of heat. Yeah, it gets hot
2: here. You know, we've had 100 degree
0: days in the summer.
2: We don't get like yeah. Arizona, but not
0: like as much as say Texas. But we get we get 190 degree, and the humidity too. 190 degree? No, a hundred or 90 degree days. Um, uh, the humidity uh, up here is pretty. Is what? You know, it's what they say—it's the humidity that gets you, not the heat. You know, because um, even if it's eighty degrees and humid, I'm just like, I, yeah, sticky. But um, besides weather, what is happening in our lives lately, boys?
2: I'm just doing school stuff. I don't know—not not a lot interesting. Not much happens has changed since the last here. time
0: we recorded because it has been—it's
2: been a, it's little been less a week. Time. Well.
1: Yeah, it actually, it's been slightly under
0: a week. We recorded on Monday. Oh, sure, but yeah,
2: it's Saturday, but so it's, it's close It's enough. still roughly a week, and we we'll, we give each each other like the whole uh, weekly update, anyways. So That's true. Like, I
0: don't know. Not a ton of news. I,
2: I I went to classes. I did a lab. It was it was good times.
0: Lent continues apace, does. Uh, Do. I started. The consecration to Saint Joseph, and then there's a group that meets at the Newman Center every week, so that's been cool. Um, so far, only guys, even though it's open
2: to everyone. So, well, I, I think um, consecrating to Saint Joseph is more attractive to men. Well, theoretically, there are women who are also
0: man. doing it, but they haven't attended the meeting
2: yet. Oh, see, but
0: I'm, do- I'm I'm doing I I'm I'm doing it, Neat. not not for that, though. <laughs> 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 In case y'all were wondering, but how go things at semen- Seminem? anemone.
1: Seminem. Uh, we had the performance of our play. Ooh. That, uh, That's right. Yeah. If you recall from last week, if you are a weekly listener, kudos to you, that you. Uh, kudos to you, thank you our one of our staff members one of the spiritual directors spent some time in the in the the world of the works as a professor of theater mm-hmm. at the University of Kentucky so he wrote a play about Gerard Manley Hopkins who was a, a priest poet in England in kind of the late 1800s what are some of the I works he's t- known
0: for cuz i i know i've heard his name thrown around i i remember I was at a bonfire the, the with Andrew Deutschland, once and He was talking the about
1: The Deutschland. The wreck of the Deutschland is probably his most famous poem, hmm. but
0: hmm. so mostly a poet. Yes. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. So we had a little play about his life. I played the trumpet in it.
2: There you go. Um what kind of a costume did you have to wear for the to to, to act as a trumpet? Just like a big brass tube with a flare at the
1: end i am i am i just wore like a bra, uh, a gold morph suit <laughs> have you, you seen like the with, a, with a, like a cone on my head spray-painted glittery gold <laughs> there you go
0: <laughs> like a traffic cone with like the square part
1: cut off there's like <laughs> or just like a cone of shame
0: yeah i do not like the cone of shame
2: i've seen like um images like memes online of people who have taken pictures of them wearing like trombones on their heads or like tubas 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 on their head that's what yeah and just like the description is like secret boss tuba Mm. he drops yeah (laughs) 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 it's funny classic
0: neat and then did the gladiatorial fights ever commence or was that no purely a topic of discussion
2: purely hypothetical
1: Apart from the rector not a lot of the rest of the formation staff were super enthused about the idea. Really? So, huh. Damn. Yeah, that's unfortunately, odd. we we didn't go forward with it.
0: No. Oh.
2: That's unfortunate. Because
0: just think if that's how seminary formation worked, you would only get the most combat proficient priests <laughs> in the church. <laughs> and you would only get one priest. Have you guys seen pictures of like the guy who's CEO for Water on Fire, the priest? That guy has arms the size of my head. It's nuts, or not? Father know. Steve Gruno, yeah, I believe his He's name. Like, is. Dang, in,
2: in muscle mass, you refer to. He's he
0: is the very uh, s- strong priest by the looks of him. So, yeah, it's like, dang, that's uh, <laughs> Bishop Robert Barron is uh, rather safe, it would appear. <laughs> but. We're not Uh, robbing barons. or talking about Bishop Robert Barron. Robert Barron.
2: (laughs) We're the Palladian Papists. I'm James. I'm
0: Nathan. And I'm Riley. We're
2: not actually talking about Bishop Robert Barron on the show today. Nor
1: are we talking about
2: the robber barons. No. No. What are we talking about, Nathan? We're talking about Shovel Knight. Oh. Oh... This is a game that initially released in 2013 by an independent uh, studio called Yacht Club Games. Mm. Um, And it has been periodically updated for free uh, up through like 2019 with like three new campaigns. So there's like four total stories in this game. Because this was crowdfunded, right? It was initially crowdfunded. That was partially why the DLC was staggered out. Right, the the stretch goals were getting the bosses as playable characters. Gotcha. But they kind of got a little too ambitious. Ah. So, Shovel Knight is the title character of the game. He exists in this uh, medieval land sort of setting. Um, And it's like a time of, you know, adventurers and knights and treasure and stuff. And so him and his uh, partner-slash-girlfriend, Shield Knight, are some of the greatest adventurers around that you can think of, you know? Mhm. So um on one of their adventures they go to the Tower of Fate, which inside is this like uh dark magical amulet that uh seals um Sh- shield knight away and uh Su- shovel knight gets the big sad cuz oh, my girlfriend she dead. So he he goes and retires to be a sad farmer boy. Until um, many a couple of years later, an evil enchantress uh, takes over the Tower of Fate and assembles an order of knights called the Order of No Quarter, and um, are terrorizing and he was the Nichols. land. only nickels. Yes, Absolutely. farming.
1: A
0: man of your talents. <laughs> <laughs> he was a farmer boy. <laughs> yeah. I I couldn't think of the rhyme to follow that up. Yeah, it's okay. See a uh, larmer boy. Yeah. There you go. So anyway. He was um, a charmer boy. There you go.
2: (laughs) Because of... um,
0: He was a skater duck. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on.
2: (laughs) Moving on in the story. Because there's evil in the land again, Shovel Knight comes out of retirement to fight the eight evil knights and uh, fight the enchantress and stop the evil. And it's... Old man shovel. Right. It's, It's very inspired by games like Mega Man where you have like the eight bosses that all have different powers that work on each other and it's the whole thing mm-hmm. so in the first level at the end of the first level you meet a character named the black knight who is like your rival slash former friend and he's like got all black armor that reflects yours and he's got a shovel also mm-hmm. and you're We're like not oh. so different you and I <laughs> right well the difference is he's black the,
0: ka- <laughs> the chaos emeralds <laughs>
2: I found you, Faker. <laughs> no. Um, so at the be, so they meet up and, and at the end of the first level, and he's like, "Hi, uh, shield, shovel, or uh, Black Knight, how you doing?" And He's like, uh, "You're after the Enchantress," and he's like, "Yeah." Well, he's like, uh, "I'm sorry, I can't let you do that." And he's like, "Why are you part of her order?" And he's like, "No, I'm not. I just don't want you to hurt the Enchantress." And Shovel Knight's like, "Well, that's dumb. I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> let's let's throw it down." So you you give him merely a scratch, and you move on to the next set of levels. Turns out shovels aren't terribly sharp. Right. I was making a Monty Python Black Knight reference. Ah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) But a flesh wound. So, um, like, there's not a lot of story to the main gameplay, but intermittently after a couple of levels, uh, you'll have a little scene of Shovel Knight sleeping by a bonfire, and he'll have a little dream sequence. And in this dream – it's a playable dream sequence too where you can run around back and forth and try and catch S.H.I.E.L.D. Knight who is falling from the the sky. It's like a a dream about him and his regret and loss trying to save S.H.I.E.L.D. Knight and it's this whole – If you
0: die in this dream sequence, do you wake up?
2: Uh, No. If you fall asleep in the dream
0: sequence, do you fall into another dream?
2: (laughs) (laughs) There is actually no health bar or anything. It's just like catch S.H.I.E.L.D. Knight. Ah, gotcha. And like several – over the course of the game you have like three of these little dream sequences in total after a couple of levels and like they keep adding more and more enemies in your way before you can catch shield Knight. So it gets harder and harder and it's a little more desperate and a little more kind of reflective of his, uh, internal feelings about mm-hmm. saving her. It's this whole cool thing. Um, so after like you fight the eight, uh, knights in the order of no quarter, um, You get to her tower, the the Enchantress's Tower of Fate, and you meet up with Black Knight again. He's like, "Um, hey, I'm still not cool with you going to uh, kill the Enchantress. The Enchantress shows up and is like, "Uh, hi, Black Knight, you want to join my order? And he's like, no, I still don't want to join your order. And she's like, cool, well, I'm going to shoot you with magic so you become a more powerful version, uh, and I'll wait at the top of the tower. So you fight a souped-up final form... uh, black knight as shovel knight but you beat him and he's like um so yeah after you beat him he's like please don't don't hurt the enchantress you know who i'm trying to save right and shovel's like shovel knight is like yeah yeah i kind of get it um so you you go up to the top of the tower after you know a boss rush and several levels and stuff and you you go up into the enchantress's room and shovel knight's like hey S.H.I.E.L.D. Knight, I, I know it's you up there. Uh, can can we go home, please? And the Enchantress is like, I'm not S.H.I.E.L.D. Knight. She's not here anymore. That, that's, that, I, I'm, 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 she's I all. consumed. Pretty much. So after you fight the first phase of the, so you fight the Enchantress, right? Mm-hmm. She's like the final boss thing. Um, but after you beat her, um, the curse on S.H.I.E.L.D. Knight lifts, and she starts to fall from the top of the tower. Oh! And so um, Shovel Knight catches her, and is like, "Oh, you saved me, Shovel Knight! I knew you'd come." And He's like, "I, I, I lost faith that they—I had lost faith in you before, but now, now I'm back." Never more. But then uh, the the evil magic inside the amulet that was possessing her gets the final final form and gets mad, and final so they, harder, right? And so they team up, and you get to you get to fight the final boss. Teamed up with Shield Knight, and it's really cool. So it's like, um, so so that happens, and this is a platformer, by the way. Yeah, this is a, a, so. a side-scrolling platformer. Uh, it's it's exactly my kind of game. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, so you and her fight the final boss, and after you deal the final blow, the like the the enchantress ghost thing shoots like a uh, laser beam of magic at you but Shield Knight's holding it back with her giant shield that she has, that she's named after. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and then Black Knight shows up and is like, hi, Shield Knight, I'm here to help if I, if, uh, if you need me. And she's like, great, could you get Shovel Knight out of here? I'll hold back the the Enchantress while the building collapses. I think, I think
0: it's time I joined your group.
2: (laughs) Well, it doesn't join your group. He just gets Shovel Knight out of there while Shield Knight holds the Enchantress back and the entire tower collapses on top of them. Oh, right. And, uh, there was much rejoicing after the tower <laughs> collapses by the townspeople, and Sh- Sh- Shovel Knight sad because Shield Knight was still in there. Mm-hmm. But there's a little post-credit scene where it turns out Sh- Shield Knight does survive, and well, she meets yeah. up with Shovel Knight in it's happy. Yeah. So that's the uh, the main campaign. That's story number one. And there's some there's some cool stuff in that. Um, should I individually sum up some of the cool stuff I like about the stories, or should we just save the whole? We could probably I do that. I think we do one contiguous cool stuff bit. Yeah. Okay. So that moves us on to the second um, campaign, the first DLC campaign, um, which fo- uh, which <clears throat> it's called Plague of Shadows. Um, it features one of the fi- one of the bosses from the main game named Plague Knight. Um, actually, all of the uh, the Order of No Quarter have that naming scheme. Convention that Shovel Knight, Black Knight, and Shield Knight have. There's like Plague Knight, there's Spectre Knight, there's King Knight, there's Polar Knight, there's Mole Knight, there's Propeller Knight, there's Tinker Knight. Uh, I may be missing one. I mean, a treasure. Meta Knight. Knight. (laughs) Yeah. Not not Meta Knight, unfortunately. (laughs) Not, Not quite. Anyway, so Plague of Shadows is set parallel to the Shovel Knight campaign where it's all kind of happening in and around the same time, a little before, a little after, here and there, um, where Plague Knight has his own uh, secret ambitions with, from within the Order because each of the Order unknowingly has, like, the essence of an ingredient he needs to make the ultimate potion. Plague oh. Knight is like this alchemist who ah. who like wears a plague mask and throws bombs and stuff. And so... Um, Let's see.
0: Is he the one with, the, with like, the scythe?
2: No, that is Specter Knight. Plague Spectre Knight's Knight, the one yeah. with the Plague Bird Mask. Yep. Gotcha. Um. Anyway. So, after you play the first level and fight Black Knight, because they have all the same bosses and levels in hmm. this version... Um, You go to the main town area where Shovel Knight in his game would go to and buy potions and buy items and buy health upgrades and stuff. So you are going into town and the the guard at the front of town is like, hey, uh, creep, we don't we don't we don't need your alchemy explosions in town. Please go away and we won't talk about this altercation. So he kicks they kick you out of town. And so that that's they're they're very mean to you because of how creepy and explosive you are. No
0: lead, gold here, alchemist. It's not that kind of alchemy. (laughs) Makes a transmutation circle.
2: Yeah, not 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 quite uh, full metal. No. Um. Anyway, so he sneaks into his secret base under the town, uh, with his little underground magic alchemy friends, and his lab assistant uh, Mona and she runs a mini game in the main shovel knight campaign but she's like a major character in this side story and she's and she's the one who's helping you research and create this ultimate potion of ultimate power mhm um and so that's kind of the plot of the game you go from level to level fighting the the bosses and gaining their essences to put in the potion and throughout the game there's a lot of little in between chapter character interactions kind of taking the place of the shovel knight dream sequences um particularly between a plague knight and mona there's one where he like walks in on her dancing alone by herself in the corner and he's like uh what was that about she's like sometimes i dance when i'm alone because nobody wants to dance with me okay so shut up he's like yeah i dance dancing, with you but you I, i'm not good it. at dancing so uh. but you also can go learn a dance from another character And so, and then there's like a, there's like another little thing where they're like, oh, there's a lever jammed. And so I have to both work up, put, like fix the machine, but their hands end up touching and it's like someone (laughs) walks in on them. So basically a lot of little, little, little cute flirtatious moments that are like, yeah, they kind of are into each other. Mm -hmm. And it's hinted at that. That might be why he's using, looking for the, the ultimate potion of ultimate power. Hmm. That might be part of the reason. At a certain point in the story, there's kind of this, uh, there's a misunderstanding where uh, Mona is talking to Black Knight and trying to convince him to help them get the Enchantress's essence to as like the final ingredient, and he's like, "No, I won't let anyone hurt the Enchantress. That's that's Shield Knight, my friend. You can't you can't do that." And um, there's like, and and Black Knight is under the impression that. Plague Knight is interested in a in a different character, a different woman. Um, and so he tells that to Mona, and she gets all mad and huffy with him and leaves. So for the rest of the, of the game, Mona isn't in your laboratory anymore. Oh. Uh, so you have to talk to another person to get your the upgrades she does done. Feels bad, man. Feels bad, man. Anyway. Let's see. So you do the rest of the bosses. You go to the Tower of Fate, and you fight your way up to the Enchantress because again, it's all the same levels as the main Shovel Knight story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Plague Knight gets there, has a little boss fight with the Enchantress because you, they got to recycle everything. Mm-hmm. And um, he, get, he she, she lets him have the last um, ingredient to the potion. So as he's completing it, Mona walks in and is like, Hey, um, I'm sorry. And I know I know why you wanted to make the potion, but you don't have to because I I already kind of like you. And he's like, no, no, I'm not good enough. You couldn't possibly like me. I I need this to be the, the, a person that you can love. And she's like, no, no, you don't need ultimate power to be someone I can I can like. And he's like, well, too bad the 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 potion's exploding into an actual final boss. So you fight like the the potion monster, and it stabilizes. And she's like, so. So what are you gonna do now that you have a functional version of the ultimate potion? You're gonna use it, and he's like, "You know what? Yeah, no, let's just blow up the tower. That sounds more fun." There you go. I I already have everything I need, and so they they blow up the the uh, tower, and that's why the tower is crumbling in main Shovel Knight campaign. Yeah, it's, nice. It, it, it's, it's a lot of little tie-ins like that, and so they 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 walk home. The tower collapses. Everyone rejoices, and because of their hat. Ha- because of the part they played in taking down the, the enchantress, uh, the alchemists are accepted back into town again. Mm. And then there's a little, uh, post-credit scene, uh, of, uh, plague Knight and Mona dancing to a little, little chiptune waltz. And it's just like, ah, there you go. Little, little, little arc. It it it'll came full circle. So that's, that's the second campaign. Um, the third one is called Specter of Torment, and it stars Specter Knight, who is like a ghostly, grim reaper type of night guy. Um, this is like a prequel to the other two, where it's like about Specter Knight being kind of an errand boy for the Enchantress and gathering the uh, the Order of No Quarter for her. Ah, uh, I see. So you go all to the same like areas as in the main Shovel Knight game, but in st- and you go fight the various bosses in order to like recruit them. Have to defeat me by
0: combat. If right. I'm to join your order.
2: <laughs> so the first level, like every other level, ends in um ends in Black Knight, where where you have to fight the Black Knight. And you you, you fight him and he's like, hey, I've, I've, there's this Enchantress, she's got this order. Uh you wanna join? And he's like, No, I don't want to join an evil order of knights. That doesn't sound like a thing I want to do. And he's like, uh, okay, well, goodbye then. Um, and so you go to the other, you, you fight Plague Knight and all the other guys. And in between a couple levels, they'll do little story segments. In the first little story segment, there's a young adventurer character who's like a, a an optional mini-boss in the main Shovel Knight campaign named Rise. Um, he's got, got these boomerangs. He's like this ninja kid. And he shows up and he's like, "Hey, I heard there's evil stuff here. Uh, what's the evil stuff going on?" And the enchantress is like, "Well, I'm the evil stuff going on," and zaps him with dark magic to possess him and make her him uh, a helper. Mm. So he's just hanging around at the castle as a as a helper, evil guy now. Dark rise. Um. So another thing that happens in between. Periodically, is there's these little f- playable flashback levels where uh, Spectre Knight will be just on the press the the parapet of the tower, staring into the the moonlight broodingly, and it'll like uh, you'll you'll play a little uh, sepia tone uh, like flashback memory of a of his life before he became Spectre Knight. In these various little flashback se- segments. There's a ninja night guy named Donovan and his friend Luan. And they're both like on their way to the Tower of Fate because they heard about the, the magical amulet. And they're like, hey, let's, let's get this magical amulet. It'll make us powerful and we can protect your family. That's hmm. this whole thing. We can...
3: <laughs> the amulet!
2: So they, so they get up to the tower and they're in the room with the amulet. And then Shield Knight shows up because this is about the time that uh, Shovel Knight and Shield Knight are at the tower exploring and stuff. And she's like, hey, uh, guys, uh, this amulet might actually not be all that great. Um, let's not touch it. And Donovan's like, no, we, we need it. This guy has a kid. We need to protect ourselves and stuff. We're like nomadic ninja people. And she's like, yeah, it's, that's still not a good idea. And Luan's like, y- you know what, Donovan, That's prob- she's probably right. And then Donovan's like, Uh, We came so far already. Why not grab it? So anyway, there's a little boss fight against S.H.I.E.L.D. Knight, and it's super cool. Um, But afterwards, you try and get the amulet, and the floor collapses underneath you, and you die. And uh, uh, Luan dies. And it's sad. Well, everybody dies. But then uh, the Enchantress pops out, and is like, hey, uh, Specter Knight. No, hey hey Donovan dying guy. You want to be Spectre Knight? You want to you want, want me to bring you back to life so you can uh uh gather up some my my army so I can take over the world and he's like, "Sure. We're going to need a bigger team. We're going I want you to assemble a team." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um that's kind of the the origin story of Spectre Knight where this Donovan guy gets Dead in the Tower of Fate because he fought with Shield Knight. Um, so after you fought all of the bosses and recruited all of the knights to the the Tower, to the to the Order, um, Black Knight shows up at the Tower and is like, "Hey, there, there there's evil stuff going on here. I'm here to check out what what kind of evil stuff is going on and maybe stop it because I'm I'm a good guy knight actually." Then the Enchantress shows up and it's like, she goes, "Hey, uh, there's one spot open. You wanna wanna join my order?" and uh, Black Knight's like, wait a minute, you're Shield Knight. No, I don't want to join your evil order, but Shield Knight, you want want to come not be evil? And she's like, no, I'm the Enchantress. And and Specter Knight's like, wait a second, you're Shield Knight? I I hate you now because you're the person that got me killed and and is the reason I don't have the the amulet and stuff. And so uh, as Specter Knight, you climb up to the tower and you fight the enchantress and stuff because that's the way the game works. Then after her initial first phase boss fight, she's like, "You know what? I'm gonna take uh, take take uh, Rise, the dark, the kid, and give him an evil final form, and you fight that." And so you fight that. And after you fight that, she's like, "You know what? Um, I, I'm I'm gonna fire you because I have I can make Rise be the last guy in my uh, in my order. I don't need you anymore." Uh, so yeah, you can just. I don't want to play with you anymore. But then Spectre likes like Spectre Knight is like no, um actually that's not cool because uh that rises my friend Luan's son, and uh, I promised my dead friend that uh, I would protect his kid, and so maybe let him go and I'll be your eighth or like robot master guy, <laughs> and she's like, okay that's a good deal, so you you save your your best friend's son um, and you, but at the cost of uh, his freedom. So he's now enslaved by the uh, Enchantress as Spectre Knight. And that leads us into the events of the other two game campaigns. Gotcha. So that's uh that's Spectre a tournament. And there's one final one. There's like one final story. This one is called King of Cards. It follows the journey of King Knight, who is a a knight guy in armor who fancies himself a king. Uh, and it's isn't really a king. Yeah, he's very very much not a king. Um, but there's this like great card game tournament uh, of the card game Joustice, which is made up for this game. Um, and whoever wins that How will about become a round of Joustus. And whoever wins that is going to be crowned the king of cards and he's like hey a king an an, an opening for a king i want to be a king hey hey so after the first level um you go back to your house but it's not actually your house it's your mom's house (laughs) (laughs) and she's like oh hi honey did you get the groceries i sent you out for he's like mom i'm a king kings don't get groceries and she's like i've got to just
0: go- want to play justice mom. I'm, I'm gonna
2: go to a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament mom, mom. and she's like oh okay sweetie <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's this rather funny dynamic um so you acquire yourself a deck of joustice cards and you go to like the the tournament hall And there's like a whole bunch of people like where you learn to play the mini game. It's like because this card game that he's playing is actually like this whole mini game in the game. It's fun. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, does this take place? Where does is this sort of outside the main storyline?
2: The the timeline placement is this is the first one in the timeline. This is like the earliest. Uh, This is before King Knight Origins. Yeah, this is the origin story of King Knight. Gotcha. So. He goes and plays a bunch of games at like the the local joustis hall. Then a couple of guys notice him and he's like, Hey, um, we're we, we're very interested in the whole King of Cards Joustys tournament thing. Uh we wanna be like our, our champion. We'll sponsor you. We've got a cool airship, we, we 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 think you're pretty cool. He's like and King's like King Knight goes, Yeah, I need subjects to rule over. Sure, <laughs> but let, let's be a team. And so you've got these guys in your little airship, and they carry around from level to level, and it's this whole thing. And actually, over the course of the game, if you do like little side quests and talk to people, you can like slowly gain more and more followers in your airship. Including, you can just have your mom up there, who who and and she'll like bake you uh, pies that like permanently upgrade your health. <laughs> it's very funny. So you go to the the first. Justice, uh, Judge King, right? Uh, and it's the king of the castle that uh, you find King Knight in in the main Shovel Knight game. Oh, and so the king King Pridemore is his name. And he's like, "Hi, you you here to play cards?" And uh, King Knight's like, "Actually, uh, the rules just said I have to beat you guys. So how about a boss fight?" And so you 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 physically fight the guy. <laughs> no, it's like. Want to play cards? No, I'll fight you. <laughs> but it's like... But the they, they honor the loophole. It's like, yeah, I guess we didn't see that coming, but it works. So uh, <laughs> King Pridemore joins your ship, and he starts giving you kingly advice, which you don't pay attention to at all. King Knight's just like, no. naturally. Naturally. <laughs> um, so you, you you fight more guys. You do more card games. You uh, do more levels and stuff. Um, until you get to the final... Um, king of cards judge guy um, who turns out he's just kind of a, a regular monster being puppeted by the the enchantress. Uh, As like, and she's like, this was all a clever ruse to, to get the, the royalty out of the picture and help me take over the, the country
3: <laughs>
2: and, and everyone's like, hey, that's that's not cool. And hey, so uncool. you you fight your way up the tower and she you fight the final boss she makes and she's like, hey, King Knight. Uh, that that that's pretty cool stuff you're doing. You know what? I could give you uh, a castle, and like, uh, you could be an actual king, not just of a of a stupid card game, but like in 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 actual life, like for realsies. And then all your your allies you've acquired over the course of the game are like, no, he would never no, join you. No. He would never do that, right? 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 And King Knight's like, actually right. though. This this sounds like a really cool idea. Um, so he he straight up abandons his his crew and uh, mm-hmm. joins the, uh, the 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 enchantress because she can promise him the the glory of being a king. We have a working ice cream machine. Oh my gosh! <laughs> sign me <my> up! <laughs> sign me up! That's that's the end of uh, King of Cards, basically. But there is like one optional side thing where if you. Play all of the card mini games and win. You can talk to uh, an, a character named Cardia, and she's like, <laughs> "Hi, I'm a I'm I'm from another planet, and I've been looking for the fabled king of cards to be the hero of my planet. Uh, and you, you're worthy. You wanna you wanna come 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 be the hero." And King Knight's like, "Um, the do, do, do I get to rule your planet?" And she's like, "What?" No, why would you think that? And he's like, "Well, then, no deal." And she's like, and she gets mad and becomes a super hard final l- hidden boss. I see. So basically, King Knight is this. He he's quite obviously a a self styled ruler. Right. He's he's charming and can like get people to join him, and like he's got this like. But he's also, like, hollow. It's all empty show, right? So that's the overview on the four stories.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And
2: they all tie into the main story. Theme. Right. And I, sp- I suppose that's one of the cool things about it. Like, there's the main Shovel Knight story, right? But all of these side stories end up giving, like, little context and backstory to, like, every single NPC. Mm-hmm. And even even several of, like, the the moves the bosses will do like the the attacks will do are weapons and tools you can acquire in their individual campaigns Ah. so for instance like king knight in his fight uh, um with shovel knight has this move where he like summons a bunch of trumpets from the side of the screen to like throw confetti at him Mm. and like the confetti will damage shovel knight but like in king of cards the confetti cannon move is, like, a thing you can do. It's like a screen nuke. Uh. So, and there's, like, a whole bunch of little little tie-in and context things like that. Um, one of the other really cool things I like about this is um, each of the games, to different degrees, of course, utilize, like, storytelling through the gameplay. And that's something I, I rather, like... There's obviously a lot of cutscenes and dialogue, mm-hmm. but in moments like the Shovel Knight Dream sequences, where you've got um, uh, uh, Shield Knight falling from the sky, right, and the way that kind of struggle reflects his in- inner like emotional struggle with the whole thing, and then the way that's paid off at the very end when you've got Shield Knight physically falling from the top of the the tower and you catch her, and it's this...
0: you go all deja vu like make actually save her
2: right not not so much deja vu but it's like the fire on the street
0: what never mind oh Uh,
2: i i i I wasn't in that place yeah (laughs) but anyway it's like it's like the um culmination of like all the little things that happened up to that point right Mm Mm-hmm. and there's just so yeah i think that's a cool thing about it there's also just a whole lot of character mm-hmm. to the game, yeah. Like, um, there's there's a lot more just stuff in the game that I haven't covered because it's not relevant to either of the stories, right? But there's just every little character has like a they're just fun. They're just fun designs. Uh, there's like uh uh the Trouple King who's like a giant trout but also an apple, and <laughs> he shows up as a As, like, a uh, guy who will give you, like, uh, health potions and stuff. Mm -hmm. But he's also a boss and King of Cards because he's one of the kings. So, it seems like for games like this,
0: there's, like, this design philosophy where aspects of the character's personality come out in their design. Absolutely. It's kind of similar, I suppose, to, like, a lot of, um, like, in... uh, um, My Hero Academia, for example, that whole deal—they have the characters, and we'll, we'll do an episode on it eventually, but probably after the, season the, five. The characters—they um, have superpowers base and then that ties into their personality, right? So, yeah, these characters have outward expressions of their inward realities, I and suppose. even
2: in for them, four main characters, their personalities are expressed through their gameplay, mm-hmm. where Shovel Knight is this very stalwart, sturdy, straightforward guy. He's the hero type, right? Is that ever explained why his shovel is his weapon of choice? Um, Or is that just... It's a good,
1: bludgeoning instrument.
2: (laughs) Uh, It's... The reason he has a shovel is because the developers wanted a weapon that could let him flip enemies over and then stab them and then, like, unlock... uh, That's one way to do it. Dig through the ground and, like... They want... So it's a multi purpose tool. Right. His weapon is very gameplay focused. Um, but it's also just kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. It's part of that da, 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 kind da. of goofy character of the game where it's like, yeah, he's the the knight that has a shovel. And
0: isn't there one boss who like is like in, in the snow or whatever and he has like a giant scoop shovel? Yep. Polar Knight with? has a giant Polar snow knight. shovel. Yep. And
2: so him and Black Knight and Shovel Knight all kind of follow the code of shovelry. <laughs> 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 so good uh, but yeah but then like um, back to the personalities through gameplay sort of thing you've got um, Plague Knight who's very kind of like he's, he's a mad scientist right he, so he his gameplay is very chaotic you throw bombs everywhere he's got around. a double jump you fly around and explosions and it's Potions there's a lot of experimenting everywhere. and mixing and matching with like the various weapons you have so like his his creativity, but also just kind of unhinged manicness comes through when you're when you're playing, or like uh, Specter Knight is this like ninja esque, very um, very cool but very like edgy and like I uh, have a dark past. Yeah the 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 brooding dark past kind of guy. So there's like sections of the game where you can like ride on grind on rails on your scythe like it's a skateboard. Uh, and th- <laughs> there's like so if you're a specter that won't cut your feet open well it's on the stick of the scythe oh okay yeah that too that works too then of course there's king knight who's this big pompous brash guy Bro. he like he he like his thing is you can dash forward and bash your shoulder into things uh. and it'll just break but then you like jump up and do a pirouette spin so you like spin on top of guys and then you'll bash and you'll spin and it's like he's he's Rash but elegant and mm-hmm. arrogant, and it's this whole. So, you kind of get a feel for what these characters are like mm-hmm. by playing them. And there's actually even a, a multiplayer versus mode now. Oh yeah, where you can play as all the bosses, and they all ha- kind of have that feel of you can kind of get a feel for Propeller Knight's high flying carefreeness or mm-hmm. or Mole Knight's just kind of work workaholic ethic through through gameplay. Mm-hmm. So they use the game to like enhance the characters, and it's kind of kind of cool
1: that. I use the game to enhance the game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. So that, that's something I that I think is cool.
0: That just sounds like game with extra steps.
2: Anyway, that just sounds like
1: game. That just <laughs> sounds like.
0: That just sounds.
1: That
2: the. Th- <laughs> Have we ever done a sentence reduction on this show? Well, we just I th- did. I'm sure we have. We, <laughs> we must we have, have, some
0: we have point. But now we definitely have.
1: We have to. <laughs> we have.
0: Uh, we. <laughs> Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> um, I guess any other cool things you'd like to talk about with the game? What? It's only game. Check me notes. Why you have to be
2: made? That was
0: That the was gist, a lot of it.
2: The gist of um it. I think it's a, each of the games have fairly simple straightforward stories. In fact, kind of um typical of video games of their kind, right? Mm-hmm. Shovel Knight's main campaign has this very save the princess um Structure to it, Mm -hmm. but with a little more emotional depth, a little more thought, a little extra twist to it. Mm -hmm. Kind of a more of a Mega Man influence
0: than a Zelda influence.
2: Well, it actually has a whole lot of NES game influences like Mega Man and a little bit of Zelda 2, a little bit of Castlevania, a little bit of Mario 3. So it, it very. It's an amalgam. And it's also got this. Well, I can talk about the aesthetic, I suppose. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Cool beans.
0: Cool beans. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it it looked like it uh, it looked pretty cool from what I saw of Nathan playing it. I haven't played but it. But uh,
1: I just realized we forgot to introduce it as a gregarious game. Oh,
2: oh no. Oh no, you'll have to to edit that in there. Oh, let's retroactively.
1: It, it'll just have to it. be out of context.
0: Yeah, let's retroactively.
2: We we're all well, you know
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's. You, you,
1: you'll just jam it in there, and it it'll be, you. it it'll, it'll it'll be okay. And it, it'll
2: everyone make sense. listening to
0: this talk? will be like, "Yeah, we listened to it already. Get on with it. Get on with it.
2: <laughs> Get on with it." <laughs> we're, we're, we're not used to the bumpers, guys. No, we're
0: still learning <laughs> bit by bit. Well, are we ready for some transcendental analysis? I
2: think maybe. I yeah. think so.
0: All right. So, truth. What sort of truth can we? bring out of this game
2: well each of the stories kind of has well they're all they're all pretty straightforward and simple right Mm -hmm. but each of them has a little bit of their own like truth nugget to them sure right so in in the main shovel knight shovel of hope as it's called you've got this um, dynamic between black knight and shovel knight and shield knight right Mm -hmm. where both of them are trying to keep shield knight safe trying to save shield knight
3: Mm
2: -hmm. um black knight doesn't realize that there's hope in dragging her out of the darkness she's trapped in Mm -hmm. um but shovel knight reaches in and like actively pulls her out and it it does nearly destroy um shield knight the the whole enchantress situation but shovel knight never gave up hope Mm mm-hmm there, there, there are no hopeless cases. He had some
0: sad boy hours for a while on his farm, but then he realized, wait. Right. He he. She's not dead. She's feeling better.
2: <laughs> I'm, She'll I'm. Probably not dead. go for a walk. That that's another Monty Python reference right there. there you go all sorts of. Things. So yeah, there's. We didn't even plan this. So yeah, there's there's kind of a. Uh, there's there's no one beyond saving, mm-hmm. kind of. Message. Mm-hmm. To it.
0: Even I suppose the, the uh, competition betwixt Black Knight and Shovel Knight is really sort of a misunderstanding
2: more than anything. So that's kind of the main thing. Yeah. Um, Then we got Plague of Shadows, which Mm -hmm. um, is very. It's it's the entire story hinges around the the relationship between Mona and uh, Plague Knight, Mm -hmm. where he. Feels inadequate to to uh, pursue her, and so he he tries to. I made the most
3: to, powerful potion in the world. Maybe she'd love me.
2: Right. So he he's pursuing these extreme measures to uh, to prove himself worthy, and she's <laughs> like, "No, love is a gift. It it you don't have. Yeah, exactly. And she was she was already you know f- willing to give herself to him, but he but he wasn't. He, he was didn't love himself first. Yeah he didn't. He he needed to be comfortable with himself before he could give himself to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so, by literally fighting a giant mutated version of him as a reflection through in in because of the potion, because final boss, he he overcame that and dies to himself in a way. Well, he also kills himself in a way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, not the same thing. But <laughs> not the same thing. <laughs> but yeah. So that, that's kind of the the main central element to Plague of Shadows. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really nice. Um, Specter of Torment has this uh, moment of self-sacrifice. It's a bit of a tragedy. Actually, um, the four games, they kind of cover all the bases. You've got um, Shovel Knight, that's this very hero's journey kind of story. Mm-hmm. You've got um, Plague, Plague of Shadows, that's this whole uh, romance mm-hmm. Uh Plague of Shadows is this tragedy and then um respect King of, of Tor- Cards Spectre of Torment yeah Spectre of Torment I'm sorry yep. is is this tragedy and then King of Cards is kind of this comedy with a dark punchline mm mm-hmm. mhm seeking um, after power and being corrupted by it so yeah you've got um Thanks Cards <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Cards <laughs> So no uh but like back to Spectre Knight's story he's got the the moment of self-sacrifice at the end where he's Mm -hmm. atoning for his his past misdeeds
3: Mm -hmm.
2: where he, he kind of had to own up to the fact that, yeah, all of this was brought on by him Mm -hmm. kind of had, had to face up to the truth that the, the, the enchantress was kind of his creation. And now he's kind of a slave to it.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Then, then King of Cards, uh, you've got this charming and charismatic leader who. Doesn't care about anybody but himself. His selfishness
0: drives away the community he he builds. Right of people who love him.
2: Even right at the very end, his mom has this moment of, "What did I create?" (sighs) Oh goodness. Because you know, at the beginning, she was very much going along with it. Mm -hmm. It's actually implied that uh, she made the king armor costume for him. Nice. So he's 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 very much this kind of nobody loser that sees himself as something greater mm-hmm. and will, ha- which is not in itself bad, but he goes to an extreme to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he doesn't even care when he's called to actual greatness. Mm-hmm. He's like, do I get to be a king? And well, if, if I don't do get ex- I do I get
0: something for doing a good thing?
2: Right. Why, if why I don't would get, you? Why, why would you offer that? <laughs> yeah. So he's. It's kind of this just dark, tragic character, but also funny because there's this whole attitude to the game. It's so silly. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of the truth section. Not not very deep. Not a whole lot, but like there's little nuggets. The little nuggets. Uh, goodness, what sort of
0: goodness is in the this game? What sort of goodness is in this
2: game, indeed? Um, well, in in, sh- in Shovel Knight, you've got this, you know. Fairly standard heroism kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, you've got this uh, sacrifice of S.H.I.E.L.D. Knight to save her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and you actually get this, but before that, in the final boss fight with um, the, the Enchantress ghost thingy, um, there's this great like uh, companionship with Shovel Knight and S.H.I.E.L.D. Knight that has only really been alluded to and talked about up to now but you get to experience it through gameplay, how well they work as a unit. Mm-hmm. Cause she's got this whole thing where she lifts her shield up and you can jump on top of it and then whack the, the, the boss on the head where the weak point is. So there's this kind of. Complementarity
0: to shield Knight and shovel Knight.
2: right? There's this ex- expression of their compatibility of their um, like friendship with each other through gameplay. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a lot. It's very, it's not, terribly deep but you kind of feel it deeper because you are playing the game Mm -hmm. right then there's and black knight he's as a character he's he tries to do good um but he kind of does it in the wrong way yeah right he his one goal is to keep shield knight safe he just um so he's got this uh i don't know faith to him Mm -hmm. or like um faithfulness to him yeah even though it may be slightly misplaced but he doesn't want he doesn't
0: want to allow the purgation of this evil that is haunting shield Knight right so he's unwilling to deal with what, what? she's become in order to actually save her
2: right this he, he can't quite face the potential consequences of actually challenging the enchantress mm-hmm then some goodness in like in Plague Knight, and actually all of them, there's like some side characters you can interact with. Mm-hmm. And in Plague Knight, you can actually, there's this one mini boss character who tried to sign up for the Order of No Quarter, but is also just kind of a loser, so <laughs> nobody will keep him around. But then, um, but then Plague Knight gives him a job as like a lab assistant in his little underground secret laboratory. Mm. And he, he becomes like helpful. And Plague Knight's not necessarily the nicest guy, but he, over the course of the story, starts to, you know,
3: uh,
2: be nicer to people. Mm-hmm. Particularly um, expressed through his relationship with Mona. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good stuff.
0: Um, beauty. What is beautiful about this game?
2: The, the, um, the aesthetics of the game are very inspired by the NES. They're not like... Exactly what you could find on the NES, They're not like a little more high res because yeah.
0: modern game, but
2: still so there's pixel a lot bit more effects and a lot more colors, and so, but it's still very pixel art, mm-hmm. and it's very retro inspired pixel art, sort of eight bits music type stuff going right. on. Right, but there's a, it's actually not a really it's a pretty good looking game. There's actually some areas where the co- use of color and the backgrounds are like oh, that, that's a pretty sky, or that's a that's a. It's got a simple but like nice aesthetic to it. But I think my favorite element of beauty has got to be the soundtrack. Hmm. Um, it's composed by a composer. <laughs> it's Naturally. composed by a guy named uh, Jake Kaufman, and with help from on with help on a couple of tracks from a woman named Manabe Matsume, I believe, hmm. if I'm pronouncing that right. And she's notable for having worked on the first Mega Man game. Mm. I see. So the soundtrack, I, I dig it. It's very upbeat, very chip and very in the the f- vibe of Castlevania or Mega Man, right? And the game is sort of kind of lighthearted, peppy adventure. Sort oh, of absolutely, a spring so in it step adventure. It, it fits that perfectly. Mm-hmm. But like, also every every level theme very comp- complements the levels themselves. There's like this. Um, the, the level Tinker Knight lives in mm-hmm. is like this clockwork clock tower with like all the gears and stuff. And so his theme incorporates a whole bunch of like percussion sounds that sound like metallic clanking. Uh. And it's got a very almost clockwork rhythm to it. Then like, of course, you've got the very Castlevania feeling, yard uh, Specter Knight theme, the very like bright, and gold pompous uh, king knight level theme, the chaotic explosive uh, plague knight plague knight level theme, and it's all it's all just really good stuff. You um, know, Jake Jake Kaufman is one of my favorite video game composers. He also works on um, the a lot of the Shantae games if you've heard of them, or the the remake of um, Ducktales. He did the remixes of. <laughs> The the classic moon theme, he did it justice. I would say. There you go. So yeah, he, he's he's pretty good stuff in general. Then like all the songs get a darker remix for for Specter of Torment. Uh. And you get like the prequel versions of the levels. You get to kind of they all have this different character to them. So More good. spooky, very good stuff. So I think that's 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 good stuff. So what unites? What is unitive
0: in um, Shovel Knight?
2: Well. Individually, um, the games are very gameplay-first. Right. And so like everything is designed around the individual characters' core designs. Mm -hmm. And so the storytelling and the kinds of stories they tell and the the design of everything is very united around that. Mm -hmm. But even between the four, they all share the same world, right? There's a lot of the incidental little bad guys that are shared between them. But they all like utilized differently by the same guys. Right. Uh, there's a lot of like little things get explained by the prequels or like side stories. It's l- so even like when you play as Plague Knight through the Plague Knight level, the final boss of the Plague Knight level as Plague Knight is Shovel Knight. You like meet Shovel Knight at the same time he meets you, uh. and so it's like you you both fight the same boss fight. Uh, in Plague Knight's version, you have to beat him. But then he gets up immediately after and then whacks you, so it's all canon. <laughs> he has another life, <laughs> <laughs> or actually, there are no lives in this game. Uh, oh. It it takes a more Dark Soulsian approach to ah, if see. you die, you drop money. So grab the money next time you come. Gotcha. So it's basically infinite lives but limited gold. Gotcha. It's it's a good system. It's like. But I think the whole game is very uh, unified in its expression of being a love letter to those old NES games Mm -hmm. in terms of its storytelling and its aesthetic and its music. And it's, it's, this is probably one of the least deep games we've covered on this uh, show. But but that being said, the
0: experience is where the depth comes in.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's relatively inexpensive. You get four games for the price of one. I, I, heavily recommend it it's, and it's an indie game right it is an indie game there you go um and it was like their first indie and if you, game if you like games uh, studio. if you like
0: indie game platformers probably the one for you at some point i might even be able to convince you to play it <laughs> at some point i'll probably well since it's not a live system i probably won't do it with as much wailing and grinding of teeth as
2: mario but <laughs> i mean you'll still lose a lot of money
0: yeah any uh Thoughts from the Riley side of the pod. Audible thumbs up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um a lot of what I had thought of saying has kind of been addressed already. It seems like it's just uh it's just a fun little time. It's a fun little time. Know? But what you it's, see is what it, you it, get it, with it. Right. It it's doesn't not, market itself maybe as not this a super but meta thing. But at the same time it's like, you know it it's just very honest about what it is. Yeah. And what you're gonna get from it. Yeah. Which is appreciable.
2: Which is a it's a and what you're gonna get from it is a fun game with a pretty decent story attached to it. Honest and
0: upfront and not terribly
2: ambitious. But does one Ambitious? It does well. That could be debated. Well, there okay. Was <laughs> it's, f- it's four campaigns from a studio over the course of five years right. on Kickstarter money.
0: But I mean, as far as like what, once you get down to the game, what the game is trying to sell you right. versus what it delivers, it's pretty, it matches up pretty well. Because mm-hmm. some games over promise and under deliver. And some games look unassuming, but have like this ridiculous depth to them. Mm hmm. So yeah. Um, our podcast is kind of assuming and maybe not all that deep. Who knows? We're working yeah, on it. We, 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 we try to be deep. We have some deep episodes. Yeah, we do. We have a deep backlog. Where can they find the backlog? Like, uh, well, first of all, thanks for listening to The Palladium Papists. That's us. You can listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Palapapists. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or complaints, or suggestions for future episodes, email us at Papist at gmail.com. So, yeah. yeah. um guess we'll be back at it again next week. We will be back on the with the can white vans.
2: Okay. Just oh, part of Discord is gone. Well, I guess uh, I g- I can still um, um, I, I guess that's a bye for me.
0: Yeah. Hope <laughs> uh, oh, Riley say bye. <laughs> oh he can't hear us. he can't hear us. <laughs> He's wearing airpods Well, she definitely. Well, hold on. Right. I certainly can. Okay. Get, get back into the. Well, I don't know what happened there okay well we were just going to say goodbye <laughs> that, was <weird>. oh. <laughs> <Bye. No. laughs> that wasn't
2: the stop recording